The dawn of civilization. Primitive. Dangerous. Exciting. The handwriting is on the wall. If the human race is ever going to amount to anything, it needs... The most civilized caveman I have ever seen. Ah, look who's come out of his cave. Hey everyone, this is James from Cave Dweller Music. Today is another episode of Throne to the Cave, where I am joined by Justin Volus of Throne to the Abyss, uh, a podcast series linked to the re- record label Vargas Records. And of course, my co-host Brendan is here. Uh, just going to do another basic catch-up, uh, do some horror trivia, and kind of just talk shit for a while. So uh, enjoy. What's up? Hello. Hey. What has been going on since we last spoke? Oh, what? Okay, so why don't you start with uh, what's been happening with the Vargas label since we last talked? Uh, I reprinted uh, 300 copies of Beyond Death since that was sold out for like two years. And uh, the new Maggot Crown album's coming up. Um, we got beat by Space Hamster and Battle of the Bands. <laughs> Substantially, um, <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you can refresh the page and vote again, so we won't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) It was a a stolen vote. Um, And then I started writing another uh, Volus album. Uh, Probably going to be like eight-minute songs. I guess I took a page out of Nick's book. (laughs) A bunch of other random stuff did an interview with beaver mosh yesterday um talked to beyond death in the last thrown to the abyss podcast episode yeah that's Excellent. a lot of random random stuff what about you guys we've been busy um we had put out that charity sampler that you were actually featured on since we last spoke um yeah violence against violence which is the uh, 44 track Grindcore and Power Violence charity sampler, all proceeds to Doctors Without Borders. Um, I think we're like $2. Almost $200. Yeah, $2 away from cracking 200 raised so far. So it's it's getting there. It's, it's doing pretty well so far. we got like another, what's left, two, three weeks of running that one? Yeah. Um, two weeks. So next week and the week after. It ends on Friday the 3rd. Uh, so anyone who's listening and hasn't picked up a copy, it's $7. Do it. Yeah. That is not a request. That is a command. Yeah, apart from that, we've had uh, a bunch of really great guests on our podcast. Um, latest one that went up yesterday was uh, Mismore. Yeah, uh, was oh, so good. Big one for me because I'm a huge fan of the project and uh, super cool dude, really awesome to talk to. Um, and then mm. last weekend, this one hasn't come out yet, we interviewed... Um, member of Mold oh. Supplier and Drug Honky, which is awesome. Both killer bands. Um, for that, we had uh, Gary Brents from uh, a bunch of projects, including um, Gone Mage, Karanaya, uh, Selamoth. Yeah, ton of stuff. He, he's awesome. He's kind of like the leading name in Chip Chip Black Metal right now. Awesome. Yeah, so... Super like nerdy marrying of like old school video game soundtracks and video game content with uh black metal. He had like a concept it, album about Waluigi, <laughs> just about Waluigi. Oh, he's a, so he's yeah, a dumb, he's a double oh, it's, nerd. It's, oh, yeah. it's really good. That's great. It's really fun stuff. And it's he's got like, some really like themes in there too that are really neat. You know, like it's based on those like old, uh, 
Oh, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say his weapon is a paintbrush. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so he can uh, kind of like do what he needs to. You know, it's really cool. Like a really yeah. cool concept, you know. It, to get, to give context to the paintbrush thing, it, it's all pixel art. Um, and uh, it's set in like, a, you know, those like 90s dungeon crawlers with like where it scrolls across like that. Based on those games, basically. Yeah. There's a lot of new modern ones um, that came out recently. Yeah. yeah. They've been yeah. doing like. Basically, like, back. they play the way we always wanted them to back in the day. Oh, yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> and then um, now it's, like, they're just so smooth. It's fun. And you just feel like a kid again, you know? It's awesome playing those games. Yeah. Is, and then uh, what... before we jump into video games too much, just the last update item for us was um, we've we've kind of had some some new partnerships uh, formed since we last spoke, like uh, from Cave Dweller to some other sites, which is awesome. A lot of new content from some great writers. Um, we mentioned the the Afro Beats in the City one because that was before the last podcast. But if you haven't checked them out, definitely do anyway. Um, awesome, like African uh, Afro Beat and hip hop reggae music coverage. Uh, the other one which we had before, which I don't think we mentioned on the podcast, was Fuzz Clan, which is an amazing uh, Mexican Spanish language blog that covers uh, Mexican psychedelic uh, sludge and stoner metal. Um, and then the new ones are uh, Weird Days, which is uh, run by Leon Moore. Um, and that is a dungeon synth uh, webzine that interviews like underground dungeon synth artists. Uh, awesome stuff. So we're publishing those interviews. Um, we formed a new partnership that we sometimes post some content from uh, um, Monster Riff. Uh, they're an awesome, like, uh, so, same sort of thing, stoner, fuzz, like uh, sludge, doom type stuff site. And then the, the latest one, um, which is being discussed right now is a partnership with a world music blog that covers uh, folk music from around the world. So uh, that's in talks right now and looks like it's going to go ahead. And that's, that's us basically caught up. Hell yeah. Very true. <coughs> Sorry, I got um, a call so from work. I guess the other thing we should, we, we should mention is that uh, as of, uh, what's today, Sunday, tomorrow, we will be taking submissions for our mind over metal uh mental health charity sample to come out in may so that that uh yeah anyone wants to get in on that uh that's going up tomorrow so by the time this podcast is that will be up yeah all right cool we'll have a uh long sleeve shirt to go with that too this year yeah, yeah the... for the first time when is the uh like the cutoff for that uh, that would be the end of March. Last day of March is when we, we close that one off because uh, we need kind of like the month of April to get everything like mastered, trackless, sorted, um, like start organizing the merch and doing like <clears throat> PR stuff. So basically yeah. you have be over a month, like basically like 30, 38, like 40 days, over 40 days, plenty of time. Yeah. Well, I should have a, another out of the math of graves track for you. Because I'm like awesome. literally almost done. I I have like two more tracks to do on vocals and albums done, and that's my honestly. This is probably my favorite album that I've written, like with Nick and Jared. Like yeah. overall, nice. yeah. So far, wow. this is my favorite. Yeah, this is, this is like up there with Sonic Madness, like that last album. So nice. Good. I'm excited. That Out of the Graves did really well. It's funny because it did really well post release. Like leading up to it, I was kind of like. Oh, man, no one's covering this. I don't get it. It should be doing really well. And then, like, literally, it drops and then just nonstop coverage. 
Yeah. Yep. People are still talking about that last out of the mouth of Groove's album. Yeah, reviews are coming out like six months later. Still. It's, yeah. Uh, it was a really popular one. It's just it's weird how that happens. Like some stuff does really well leading up to release and then nothing, and then some stuff does really well after release. Somebody somebody asked me like you know, Justin, you're in a bunch of bands. It's like, so uh, if you could name three bands, like, what's the ones that you should pay attention to? And I said, just pay attention to Ballas, Sonic Madness, and Out of Mouth of Graves. <laughs> I would say so too. Those are like the call three. Yeah, it's just the weird, the it's the weird death metal sound. Mm-hmm. Those three bands. Um, I don't, I'm not saying don't pay attention to my other shit, but <laughs> <laughs> like, if if you want to listen to my biggest projects that's my my three right there i mean flesh configuration is huge too but we haven't even released a full length yet for that so which that's coming out this year too i just don't know when so yeah. we got maggot crown as well that's pretty big yeah yeah maggot crown and volus are my oldest active projects that's out next uh is it next friday oh it's uh, uh, uh I, thought, I thought it was two yeah oh yeah yeah it's is it friday out. Was it uh, not Friday, not this upcoming Friday, but it's next. Uh, the following one, yeah, when, yeah, the, the third, next Wednesday. Right? Oh, Wednesday, you're doing the Wednesday. Okay, it's the first. That's right. Yeah, I'm trying to do it in the middle of the week now. No, that's fair. We, we're talking about the, you know, like it seems like people pay attention to stuff more when you release it during the week. Yeah, it's it's because like Friday, everyone releases on Friday, so it kind of gets like a little lost in the in the flow. I can, I can confirm from like running the CDM inbox Friday. It's just like floodgates open out now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I used to release stuff on Sundays. Usually that's how I would do it, but I don't know. That's a little unorthodox. So I started doing it um, during the week. I think weekday is good because people are more likely to see it because people are at work and scrolling their feeds, but also it gives them the whole weekend to listen to it. You know what I mean? Like the but that of that week. Like yeah. I don't know about you guys, but for me, like I, I favorite stuff on uh Bandcamp all through the week. And then I kinda like when I have downtime, just listen through everything I like put in my, my listen collection. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I do the same thing. I add stuff all the time, constantly. You know, if I don't have time, I'm like, all right, well at least it's there. Exactly. That's what I'm a lot of my wish it. list is, you know. And then same. like uh, once I listen to it and like, uh, it's like something that like, I'm like, all right, if I really don't want a physical copy of this and then like, you know, or it's just not something that like, I want to like try and keep pursuing. Like if I can't find it like on another streaming service or whatever, then I'm just like, yeah, I'll just get rid of it. You know? Like, yeah. I, anything that I listen to and I'm, I don't like gel with, I just get rid of some stuff. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I need a second listen. I'll save this for later. I don't think I oh. appreciate it. But like, because mm-hmm. like some, I don't know about you, Justin, but sometimes for me, like stuff really grows on me and uh, yeah. like all the opposite sometimes as well. Like something will like, be like, man, this is awesome. And the more I listen to it, I'm like, oh, I'm actually really bored with this. Right, right. Nice. Um, you know, it's funny. I actually was looking at my digital distri- distribution stuff for like all the bands that I have on it for my label and like 75% of my, like the income that I was actually getting from that was coming from title. Like that was actually much better than anything. I told else. you, I told you title's yeah. the best. It, it pays the most per stream for artists. And then also anyone, like uh, whatever your most listened to artist is that month, a portion of your subscription goes to that artist directly. 
Yeah, yeah. it's like like three bucks or something silly like that. I don't know. Three, three to five it's bucks, cool. but still that adds up if you have a lot of like fans. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I actually love listening to most of the, everything on Tidal mainly, you know. Yeah. Like it's just Tidal and Bandcamp, that's it for me. Yeah, I, that's all I use. Apart from the one thing I do listen to on Apple is their um they have like a world music playlist that has like latest tracks and like all world folk music stuff. And that's absolutely awesome way to find bands for like that kind of stuff. But nice. Yeah, yeah. That, it's, all, it's all title and band camp. Yeah. Band. Yeah, exactly. And if I like can't find it on title, it's on like always on band camp, you know, like my, I wish I like could just spend like, I don't know, just get everything on my wish list and just like get it done with. <laughs> right. You know, it's, it's weird. Like, um, cause I use DistroKid. I've always used that because it's like really easy to use. But um, it's weird how you it puts you on like twenty different platforms um, mm-hmm. for your bands, and like <laughs> all of a sudden you're like tapping into all these weird audiences. Like I didn't like realize that like Maggot Crown, like it has a big following on Last FM. I'm just like, what the fuck? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Last FM, man. There you go. The podcast. Right. I used to use Last FM like that, a bunch, too. and then I stopped. Um, Wait, what? What are you saying? Again? I was, was saying I used to use um, Last FM all the time, and then um, I kind of I kind of stopped, and then went in on like to Spotify, and then like after discovering title and all that stuff, like kind of dumped Spotify and all that other kind of stuff, and just kind of used like just the YouTubes, and that's it, you know. Yeah, and YouTube. Okay. YouTube's a big one too. I think I think everyone uses YouTube a lot. Yeah, it's not my main source, like because a lot of the time I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. You got to keep. I like to have it in the background, you know, and then do other stuff on my phone or things like that. And like, yeah, yeah. I annoying. remember there was like a weird way to kind of keep it open in like a tab or something, but it was like I don't know. Yeah, it pops out. Yeah, it's a pop out. I, it only happens sometimes. I don't know why it doesn't work for all songs, but some of them pop out. But I, I only right. really use YouTube when I'm on my laptop type thing because I can put, I have a tab open and it doesn't affect what I'm doing. Right, right. A lot oh. of the times I'm listening to music on my phone, which is oddly enough. I got to get a sound system set up in my house. Yeah. Um. I use, like, for my main listening, like, during the day, like, like at work, like, I use Spotify, but I think I might dump that too because I just don't like how, like, when you go to select an album – if you're not paying for Spotify, it just like plays all this random shit. That's not like your, you know, selection or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. T- titles way better with that. The algorithm actually recommends like shit that's genuinely related, which is awesome. Um, by the way, right. if you, if you are interested in getting on, on title, Brendan and I are on a family plan together and oh, uh, you can actually yeah. add people in and it's super cheap and you just Venmo each other like six bucks a month or something, whatever it breaks it down to. Yeah. Um, Okay, that's pretty sick. Yeah, that's another good thing about it. You can actually like have a family plan with up to, what is it, five people? Five people. It just can't be international because we tried to do it with... Um, Nick from Haitian Firm. Yeah, and okay. um, Matt in Australia and Yari, and they wouldn't. it wouldn't let us do it. But yeah, oh. you can definitely jump on, save a bunch of money for all three of us, and then you can get access to like by far the best streaming platform in our opinion. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely like consider it because um, 
like I said, Spotify, just like I pick an album and I just want to listen to that particular album, but then it shoots you off to different albums and fucking different bands. I'm like, what the fuck? That's not what I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of like why I hate it. I can't remember the name of this stupid radio, internet radio there. What was it? Oh, um, Pandora. Pandora. I oh, would play sucked. like, like back in the day, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to listen to Bob Marley. And the next thing I know, it's playing like Britney Spears and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, play Peter Tosh or some like other like reggae artists. Like, yeah, exactly. Why it's you, un- like, unrelated. Like, what is going on right now? You know what I mean? Like, it was just so annoying, and yeah, it never so I, changed. And so like, I just I gave up on it completely. I I couldn't stand it. Title is like super accurate. So like, if you listen to like Morbid Angel, oh, the next thing comes up after the album is a mix of like Bolt Thrower, uh, Cannibal Corpse. You know, it's like actually genuinely I, in line with what you're listening to. Yeah, I was going to say, like, um, I was listening to um, All Out War Radio the other day. Like, not radio, but, like, I was I put on their new album, and then it popped on, like, one of the best, like, radios I've listened to in a long time. I was just like, usually I change it and find another album. And it, they do a great job, man. Like, they really do. Yeah, it's curated. Makes sense. And then it gives you, like, mixes. So, like, once every whatever month, it's like, new mix unlocked and it has just a collection of like what 20 tracks that it thinks you'll like, like when you listen to yeah. that one. and they'll always like say like hey a new album's out for you and then it'll be like some random band that you're like oh yeah i followed that band or this and that it's like it's it's cool man yeah it's good but also it has, still have to... it has like vinyl quality listening like you can listen to it original master quality on a lot of albums which is sick oh right that's great. And... Even if it's not, um, I was gonna say, even if it's not uploaded as a master, it's still better than um, MP3 or you know what is ba- that's basically you know Spotify and all that. Like, yeah, it's like WMA quality. Yeah. Um, yeah, it really is good. I mean, and we're not. I, I wish we were getting paid to say this, but we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll always push it. Though. I'll, I'll push anything that I actually like, genuinely appreciate or like. Well, right, exactly, exactly. It's it's it is good though. I highly recommend it. Like, give it a try. Yeah. We'll give it a try. I wish I wish Sennheiser would sponsor me because I'm a fucking fanboy of their shit. <laughs> Just push push their name enough, and we'll tag them in the in the uh, hashtags in the background for every podcast episode. Eventually, someone will see it. Yeah, I've, I've only I've only used Sennheiser my whole music career because like I didn't like sure, um, and I had a mic that survived like 14 years of shows, tour, and abuse. And I, I like actually bought an, an another one, like a like a upgraded model, like like a month ago. So that's what's being tracked on the new album out of the graves. So yeah, awesome. sponsor me, Sennheiser. I'm mispronouncing. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll send them. This. I'll, I'll cut. I'll cut that out and send them this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's talk TV. What are we watching at the moment? What, Last Oops. of Us. Yep. Me too, Brendan. What are you I am watching um, Fear of the Walking Dead. Okay. I thought it was Pinocchio. Well, I'm burning through everything. We, we, like... <laughs> By the way, I watched that Pinocchio, and you're right. It is, like, crazy. Oh, my God. Fucked up, right? Yeah, I told it's, you. It's, like, a lot. That's not a kid's movie. <laughs> not at all. I, no. I was watching it with my kids. My, my children are seven and four, and I'm just, like, I saw, like, all these subtle things happening, and I'm just, like, wait, this is pretty dark. And my wife was like, dude, I don't know about this. And I'm like, nah, it's all right. It's just dark. It's cool. But then he, when the, the Nazi shit came out, I was like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> he literally yeah, no, we talked about it. boy for them. But yeah, I hadn't seen it when we talked about it last time. I've seen it now. I can confirm that 
he they, they want to make Pinocchio the poster boy for fascism and make him like an undying super soldier. Right. What the fuck? That's it's so yep. It's fucked. Because <laughs> in the movie, he can't, he can't die. Every time he dies, he comes back to life. It's, he's, he's actually cursed. Huh. Right. So he's Captain America. Kind of, yeah. But he's like, a, he's just <laughs> trying to like bring Geppetto some joy and like life and all that. Like that's his main mission. And then like, yeah, dude, that's yeah, fucked up. It's a and he gets sold into slavery for a bit too. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Um, what is this, but... Forrest Gump? Like he's at every <laughs> event or something. <laughs> It's crazy life, yeah. I uh, I've been obsessed lately with Zach Bagan's Ghost Adventures. That's that's my my favorite show right now. Um, by far my favorite haunted place show. Yeah, you know what? Um, and I I'm not calling out this one show, but this is very I'm very skeptical about that Mind Seed TV that I showed you because I I, yeah. I watched a bunch of their other stuff and it was like yeah. so fucking over the top, like yeah, all the time. I agree. That one that you sent, I was like, I don't know if that's that, that seemed pretty edited with the chairs moving and stuff. Yeah. But I did. Mm. I watched. I watched another one that seemed like it could have been legit. The one I sent you with all the doors slamming. Yeah. That was freaky. That one like seemed legit. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. See, I <clears throat> I remember watching Ghost Adventures like when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. and like it was it seemed pretty realistic because it was. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't have. I mean, you could edit stuff back there, but it wasn't like nowhere near to the extent that they were doing it. Yeah, now. yeah. Like people accuse Monsi TV of putting CGI and shit in their fucking episodes. Yeah, I've. I mean, I've. I've been to Zach Bagan's museum and I've seen some of the objects and stuff. Like, it is a genuinely creepy place. Yeah. Did you hear about what happened to um, Post Malone after he hung out there with him? No. So like Zach Zach Bagan and Post Malone are friends and like Nicolas Cage is friends with them too. They hang out at the Haunted Object Museum sometimes. And um of course Nicolas Cage is he's like the weirdest dude. I love him, but he's so weird. <laughs> um and uh so they were drunk, I guess. And have you heard of a Dybbuk box? I don't think so. He explains like, the listeners anyway. Yeah, it's this <clears throat> like uh Jewish box from World War II that was like around during the Holocaust. And uh, I guess, like, this is this the story. Um, some person, there's like a demon living off all the pain and suffering from, obviously, the Holocaust. Um, and uh, these Jewish people built this box that's made of this holy wood and lined it with, like, I guess it's like gold leaf and, like, Hebrew verses of, like, protection. And then trapped the, the demon in this box, right? Um, following World War II. And then it made its way to America because, you know, a lot of Jewish people immigrated after World War II and kept getting passed down from like people. And then it ended up leaving the family finally and going to like this thrift shop and uh, this guy bought it. And then ever since the guy bought it. okay, so I'll go back for a second. The thrift shop, wherever it was, like weird shit was happening. People were seeing shit. People were having accidents. Like people stopped like feeling well and not sleeping and having nightmares and stuff. And this dude buys it. Um, for his mother because he thinks it's like a vintage box and like all this freaky shit starts happening to his mom she says i don't want it anymore he takes it freaky shit starts happening to him he's having these like nightmares uh like weird stuff's happening with his health like just bad stuff um and then he sells it the next person same thing next person same thing so everyone who owns it like just gets sick um like all have the same dream every single person like 
this one guy took it to a house party. Every single person at the party had the same dream that night, apparently. So, what? yeah, crazy stuff. Um, so eventually, Zach Bagan buys it because he collects haunted objects. Um, so he's got it in the museum. And then one night, they're like wasted. And I can't remember what it was. It might have been the ashes of Richard Ramirez because he has those there too. Um, oh, fuck. And he like put, says he's wasted. And he's like, wouldn't it be funny if we opened the box and put them inside? Um, and they did. And uh, there's like a video of it. You can see it in this in the museum, like video footage of like something in the room and like Post Malone just runs the hell out of there because he said something like grabbed him. Um, and then within like two months of that happening, he's in a almost plane crash. He's in a car crash, almost kills him. Someone breaks into his house at gunpoint, tries to kill him. Just like crazy shit. Um, There's like nonstop following that happening. So he's like convinced that he's cursed. Yeah, because he tried to put it into the box. Yeah, they're just messing around with like stuff that they shouldn't have been like screwing with. I guess. I think being a ghost hunter, you wouldn't fuck with shit like that. But you've watched <clears throat> Ghost Adventures. He like he literally goes to places and just like fucks with ghosts. Like he just he goes there and it's like, I want you to hit me. You guys are like pieces of shit. You're cowards. Like you are a coward in oh, life God. and you're a coward in death. Come at me, and then they do. And he's like, Why are they attacking me? And it's like, Well, you <laughs> you called them well, out, dude. You remember you remember the one guy I think he uh he had to leave the show or like the other the other investigator or the cameraman? Uh the the bald guy. Oh, the cameraman with the, with, the, with the goatee, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he said that stuff started happening to him in his personal life and it caused the divorce and he couldn't yeah. sleep and it was just like all this weird paranormal shit started happening to him. It was funny on that show because the ghosts would always like pick on him, do you remember? Like everywhere they went because yeah. That he was the most scared, I guess, most like afraid of them. So they're vulnerable, always... maybe most vulnerable. Yeah, because yeah. there's this one episode I watched like last week where they go to this like it was one of like the more active haunted places, and uh, they take a medium for the first time because they said that there's this, like a story to tell there, and she's like, he especially doesn't like you, and like points at the at the cameraman. He's like, yeah, he doesn't <laughs> like any of you, but he really doesn't like you. So Zach's like. All right, you're gonna stay in the attic where he died because he doesn't like you the most. <laughs> and so he uh, does, and like shit starts getting like knocked off the walls and stuff. Mm, yeah, so it's great, up, man. Great, great show. I'm obsessed with it at the moment. Do you think like you could like create one out of like just having like the idea and then like you know doubling down like on a story, like writing it down and then like actually manifesting like a new kind of terror or like even like something cool like that's nice in the world i don't know you mean by like creating energy just through th- yeah. sheer will? i don't know i mean there's people that believe that stuff it i don't know energy is well, a weird thing <laughs> brennan wants to summon a uh, a new ghost <laughs> uh, a new nightmare nah, <laughs> I, craven. Help me out, not freak me out you know <laughs> he wants a familiar he does. That's what, they, that's, that's what they call them familiars. Witches call them that. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. You're giving Brandon ideas. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's TV. What about movies? Anyone watched anything good? Uh, I don't think I watched anything. It's so damn busy. Um, trying to I haven't watched a movie. I yeah. I've yeah, watched shows a lot. Really yeah, it's been a lot. Movies. I feel like what did I just watch. Like, I don't think it was a movie. No, it was a show. Oh no, <laughs> it's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, now nah, man, it's been like this Walking Dead marathon for like the last two weeks. 
Oh, wait. Now I know. They're not Are Walking you... Dead, but like Fear of the Walking Dead. Oh, I know now. Although, I will tell you, like, it was pretty funny. Like, I don't know. Like, the year is like this person has like a kind of like documentarian in a way, you know, filming everything. And then she ends up missing. And like this episode I'm watching last night, and it's just like, it's like The Office. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> What the fuck? Oh, it's just like super fun. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> it's like a documentary. Like, it was just funny. Like, I don't know. It was a weird, weird episode. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I rewatched uh, Predator too. I forgot about that. Nice, good movie, man. First, first two are good, and then have you seen Prey? Prey was actually surprisingly good. Yeah, I haven't seen Prey yet. It was the first good one they've made since the original two. I watched that like a lot. Um. I don't know, I feel like a few months ago, maybe like towards the beginning of the year, I think. Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It's good because like, it's like the original two where they don't show, you know, like how in the first two, they don't really show the predator much. It's like in the shadows, it's this freaky thing that it's like stalking. Yeah, and you, and you like see its vision and stuff. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, they did like that again because like the previous ones were like, they showed the predator the whole time. It's like, it takes away all the horror aspect of it. It's way, yeah. it's like ruining it. You don't feel like you're being stalked type thing. But this one, that's like, you only see it from the predator's view or it's like in the shadows, you see a reflection of light in the background. And also it's like, there's a bunch of awesome scenes where the predator fights like animals, yeah. like it fights like a grizzly bear and like wolves and stuff. That, that was a badass. Yeah, those are definitely cool. Um, Yeah, the first one was awesome because it was almost like a slasher, kind of like Alien 1. Exactly. Just, like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Alien 2 was awesome, though, because it's so fucking over the top. And I, I, love, I love the I second love one. <laughs> I love yeah. Danny Glover. I love Danny Glover, dude. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. It felt like, felt like Lethal Weapon was a predator. <laughs> Back, it was, yeah. I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was only 41. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now he really is too old for this shit. <laughs> Bring him back. Like in his eighties now, isn't he? Uh, I don't. Yeah, know. now he's pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so that I mean, the only movie that I've watched recently that's stuck in my head that I can think of was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Which, if you haven't seen it, I highly, highly recommend that. Are you talking about that like multiverse movie or whatever? Yeah, yeah, it's it's the the multiverse one. Um, it's it's like, the way I would describe it is like uh, multiverse based matrix with kung fu um okay. it's like super psyched out there's like a lot of trippy stuff in there a lot of deeper meaning um really cool kung fu fight scenes but like also like just massive mind fuck sounds like an acid trip yeah it is a little bit it's it's like a it's kind of like a sci-fi yeah in that sense um it's half in it, it's like it's like a chi- about a chinese family so it's like it's half in english um half in either can't remember if it's Cantonese or Mandarin, but one of the two. Um, that, yeah, great movie. Awesome movie. That reminds me of that cheesy uh, movie that Jet Li did with Jason Statham, The One or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I remember that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, so he kept killing off all his parallel universe selves so he yes. could gain power. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Speaking of Jason Statham, did you ever watch that movie Crank? Yes, that movie's awesome. That movie is wild. Um, <laughs> but did you know that um, Trent Reznor and Chester Bennington are both in that movie in cameos? Uh, 
I didn't. I completely <laughs> forgot it until I saw a YouTube video being like best cameos, like best like uh, musician cameos, and they were both in it. Huh. Oh, shit. So Tr- Trent Reznor's in the park walking a dog, um, and he like har- assaults him there, and then no, he doesn't assault him. He takes the dog shock collar and puts it on and shocks himself. Um, oh, and then, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chester Bennington is the dude in the pharmacy that tries to sell him, like uh, help him get drugs. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's just a little f- fun uh, yeah, that, thing there. <clears throat> the movie was wild because he had to keep his heart rate up, so he just kept doing crazy shit. Yeah, exactly movie. outrageous stuff: jumping out of planes, having like public sex, doing drugs, like shocking himself, yeah. getting beaten up. Yeah. There was a second one for some reason though, which I didn't watch. It's like, it yeah, I didn't watch either. One. No. But um, should we uh, shift on over to horror trivia? Sure. Yeah, you guys ready for that? All right. Okay, so uh, just to make it a little more streamlined, there will be one clue per per question. You can each get one clue uh, if you're struggling. Okay. Um, and there are nine questions, so. Four each, and then one tiebreaker if they need it. All right. I will start with, uh, let's see, we'll go Brendan with this one. In 1999, what horror movie became one of the most successful independent films of all time? In 1999? Yeah. There's a clue that will help, but try and go. You can have a guess before I give you the clue. Right. Um, Keyword is independent. It's, I know uh, this already. <laughs> is it oh, Saw? And, uh, no. Oh. Okay, I'll give you the clue. Also, by the way, guys, I think we should add in that we can, like, if the one person can't get and the other person can, they get the point. We'll make it more interesting. I want to answer um, it, though. Okay, you can answer <laughs> after after Brendan if he doesn't get it. Um, <laughs> okay, to give you a clue, it is a found footage film. Oh, the found, um, that, um, Blair Witch. No, yes, that was too much of a clue. God damn it! I, okay, sorry, it probably was too much, but he, he did get it. <laughs> Don't worry. The I next one, the next one immediately. You, next one for you. There's is a easy, video Justin. game I played of that. We could sidebar uh, that was really cool. Yeah, talk about it. I didn't know that. It was um, you played this uh, guy who's like basically like all the stuff had happened and um, previously, and then you play like this uh, sheriff or this police officer who's going to find this kid out in the woods and then you end up like going through all this crazy stuff that's big mind fuck and whatnot it's cool really cool that sounds awesome i knew i knew i knew the answer immediately because i knew the logistics of the movie where they literally spent no fucking money on this movie and it made so much money yeah. So when yeah. You said like, um, yeah, when you said independent made the uh, you know highest grossing film, I was like, yeah, I already know what it is. The <laughs> other one, the, the other if it wasn't if I didn't give a date, the other one it could have been was uh, Paranormal Activity because that was the same thing, like super low budget, uh, massive yeah. income. Um, okay, your turn, Justin. This is an easy one. In 1973, what movie became the first horror movie to be nominated for an Oscar? Exorcist. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I started with two easy ones. Let's go a little harder. Uh, it's one each right now. Brendan, what film is based on the alleged paranormal experiences of the Lutz family? Lutz family? L-U-T-Z. Oh, no. There's I think, so I, think you should... I would say... No. Um, hey, hey, hold on. Is, uh, that's, uh, I'm thinking like family. I don't know. Justin, did oh. you have something to add? 
I think if you get a clue, you get half a point. <laughs> okay. All right. We can we can change we can change to that. So Brendan, you're on half a point. Justin, you're on one point. Okay. I, I that's fair. You get a field goal. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't, um, it, it it wasn't poultry guys. Uh, no. Oh, maybe I don't know. It depends how you define it. Um, I'll give you. Do you want a clue? Well, poultry guys isn't the movie then. So then. No. No. Oh, oh that was your guess. I thought you were asking if the if it featured a poultry. No. Guys, no. Yeah. Like the movie. No, it's not poultry guys. So is that that's your guess. That was my can, guess, yeah. Okay, then I'll, I'll give you a clue and you can get a half a point if you get it. Um, it's set, one of the most important aspects of it is the house. The Dudley Town one there? Um, oh my God. In my backyard, that's what I'm thinking of. I can't think of the movie though. Um, house on Haunted Hill, is that it? No. no. Okay, that was just your, your, your guess with clue. Uh, Justin, do you want to take a yeah. guess at this one? Uh, is it Haunting in Connecticut? No. Okay, the answer was Amityville Horror. Oh, what the fuck! Come on, man. Oh, yeah, that yeah, that's. I feel like that's all the same, right? Oh, well, Amityville Horror, but that did happen. I feel like in Connecticut. Okay, Justin. I thought Amityville, I thought Amityville happened in New York. Am I, oh, wait, I, I don't know. Okay, let's confirm this for the people listening. Where did Amityville Horror happen? It's sworn to happen in New York. It happened. It is in... Long Island. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Long Island, New York. There you go. That's yeah, why I didn't. Yeah. That's why I didn't uh, think it. Was, I thought it was the haunting. And, yeah. 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 Well, there's that one with Dudley Town, which is literally like an hour drive from here. Okay, so that puts us still one point. Justin, half point. Brendan, uh, Justin, your turn. What popular 2002 horror movie was a remake of a Japanese film? There could um, be two options for this one. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm. The Ring. That's a yes. Do what? Yeah. Okay. Correct. It was the ring. Yeah, I, 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 it could be the ring or the grudge. Cause I think I actually don't know what year the grudge came out, but I know it was around that time as well. The reason I voted, the reason I said the ring is because the ring came out before grudge and the way mm -hmm. the ring, it was so successful. That's why they remade the grudge. Right. Mm. Right. I like the Japanese version of the grudge more, but the, the American one was all right. The first one, the rate, the, the latest grudge movie was absolute trash. Yeah. Well, I've heard different. I mean, I hadn't seen it yet, but somebody told me that the uh, remake of the Road was good. So I, don't really, I did not like it at all compared to the original. But that's my opinion. Some people might like it. Somebody told me that it was like a fucking bloodbath. It was fucking. It was like over the top or something like that. Yeah, that's that was my problem with it because the first one was like more about like the the creepiness aspect, like the out of the shadows thing. It was too too in your face. Anyway, dude, dude, right. dude, dude, the original grudge of uh, the Japanese version is so fucking creepy, dude. It is. Like, when she's it is like creepy. coming down the stairs the way she does. And like, the shower oh. scene where it grabs the back of the head, this the hand. That, oh, the shower scene still fucks with me to this day. Yeah, that was creepy. Though. If I if I, th if I think about it too much and I go to wash my hair <laughs> and I close my eyes, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay ahead. all right so it's you, you got two points brendan's on a half you got to catch up here brendan um, i know this is a this, i'm not, this, I'm not this, the this horror a... buff i would like to think i am <laughs> <laughs> okay if you've seen the movie you'll know the answer to this otherwise it could be it could trip you up in the first friday the 13th film how many people does jason kill 
zero. Correct. Oh yeah, good, Brennan. Good job, man. So <laughs> one and a half to one uh, to two. We've got to see here. Okay, so this this is uh, here's one here. What? Where is the two thousand and five film Wolf Creek set? Wait, can you say that again? Yep. Where is the two thousand and five film Wolf Creek set? You got to give me a clue. I have no fucking idea. Okay. Some uh, mountainous place. I will give you a clue. I lived there. South Africa? No. Brendan, do you want to take a guess? You if you, you lived there or visited? Lived. Hmm. Well, it's a country I lived in. We live in a bunch of damn countries. This is hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, I, if there wasn't multiple options, it would have been too easy of a clue. <laughs> it is Australia. Yes, correct. It was, our, it was either one or the other, honestly. <laughs> you guys haven't seen that? You guys haven't seen that one? I haven't seen it. I, Wolf Creek. Um, Wolf Creek. Let's look it up here. Have bit. you heard of it at least? Well, it sounds familiar. Is that okay. it's like kind of like um similar to like the you know people show up to this peep like this house and like like the strangers kind of shit. Kinda. So it's based on a true story. It's about our yeah. most um most uh, prolific serial killer who murdered backpackers, uh, foreign backpackers. So it's like. Basically, the guy who gives people lifts in the outback when their car, like the cars break down, type thing. It takes them back to his place to fix the car, and then uh, it kills them. Oof! It's yeah, yeah it's it's a, it's a good movie. It's like it's kind of like a it's a horror, but there's some comedy aspects to it as well. It's like Australian like humor, just like over the top type stuff. It's 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 a good watch if you haven't seen it. Second one, not so much. First one, yes. Yeah, it sounds. I cool. Think I, okay. I don't so, think I've seen it, what does that put you on? That's uh, that gives you a half point. Uh, so you're tied. You guys are both tied now. Two and two. Two and two. All right. Let's Ooh. see. What's the next one? We've got how Justin. You should be able to get this one. How often does the purge take place? Once a year. Correct. Okay, uh, Brendan. If you hopefully know this one, in which horror movie do American students get caught up in a Swedish cult? <laughs> Know this one, Swedish cult. I'm, I'm gonna need a lifeline on there. Okay. Or... <laughs> um, it's a recent film from a director that made another uh, super well received horror movie. Yeah, don't give it away. That's all I'm gonna <laughs> say. Um, Children of the Corn. No, Justin, you want to go <laughs> this one? Midsummer. Correct. So half point. Oh, you're ahead by half a point. I haven't seen Actually, that. you're ahead by a head and a half. So let's see. Um, all right. This is your turn, Justin. And it is from the same director. In 2018's Hereditary, what food does Charlie have a bad reaction to? Uh, the peanut allergy. Uh, uh, close the, enough. Yeah. The cake. It's, uh, the cake. It's the cake. Yes. It's actually walnuts, but yes, not allergies. Correct. Um, okay. All right. This, this is. Uh, an easy one for Brendan. This is going to be the tiebreaker, but I'll give it to him anyway. Let's see. What color is Freddy Krueger's sweater? Red and black. Correct. Straight. Okay, so that puts you uh, behind by, I want to say, a point and a half. Um, do you guys want to leave it there, or do you want me to do like a bonus round? Yeah, bonus. Bonus round? All right, let me quickly grab a question for you. I don't care who uh, This is fun. <laughs> all right. All right. I think I want to top of my head, actually. Let's see. Okay, this is a, I'm gonna give one super easy one and then one difficult one. Super easy one is what is the official name of the species from Alien? And that goes to 
uh, burns to try and catch up to levels a little more. This is a xenomorph. Correct. Okay, so now whoever gets this one wins. Let's see what what are we gonna do for this one. Um, okay, what is actually? Hang on, no, that's too easy. Way too easy. You'll get that immediately. <laughs> Give me one second. I'm trying to think of a really tough one. I, I've already okay. started thinking about some for you guys next next month. <laughs> um, in the movie, Rosemary's Baby. Oh God, I'm gonna lose. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what do they keep making her drink throughout the movie? <laughs> is this for me? It's, yeah, it's just for you. God damn it. I need a lifeline. <laughs> I can't give you a lifeline on this one. This is like a, if I, if I give a clue, you get it. I don't know the Kool-Aid. <laughs> um, Brendan, do you want to take a guess? I want to say P. No, <laughs> no, no. Okay, it's it's actually or is it arsenic? It's actually a um like a, a herbal drink, like a healthy like smoothie type thing to to help her with kombucha. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, um, we'll we'll leave this one as a draw then. In this case, uh, so everyone wins. Jeez. Well, what's the answer? That's what I said. Uh, it's like a it's a healthy like herbal drink that oh. they the, the neighbor makes her the whole movie. She's drinking it constantly, and it's like. It's like what's uh, from memory. It's either sedating her or making her hallucinate. It's it's a pretty like important plot point. So that's why. Uh, it's probably mushrooms. I haven't seen the movie, so. Oh, you watch I watched it, dude. it so it's like long one of the ago. OG. I watched like I watched like that, like Pet Cemetery and some stuff like that, all those kind of movies back in the day, and then like I don't know. I feel like uh, went on like a like Friday the Thirteenth and Jason. Um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, those guys, like, you know, I watched a few of those back in the day, but then, like, I don't think I've honestly watched every single one. Okay. All right. Bonus question. I just thought of another one. Oh. This, this, this could break it. Um, Justin, this is your turn. Actually, here, the last one. Brendan, this is your turn. Um, He's going to win. <laughs> maybe not. What is Chucky's real name? Chucky's real name? Oh, hell. I'm going to lose that. Oh, uh, oh, you got to clarify. Is it the doll's name or the serial killer's name? The serial killer becomes the doll. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I don't know the serial killer's name. I forgot. Uh, uh, I can give you a clue if you want. It's A's uh, after like a real famous one or a no, made no. up one? Made up one. But I can give you a clue as to like what letter it starts with if you want. All right, do that. Starts with a C. Oh my god, man. Come on. <laughs> Chris Kringle. <laughs> no. Justin, do you want to have a crack at it? Is it Charles? Correct. All right. Yeah. You take it home. <laughs> well, that's too easy. Charles Chuck Chuck. <laughs> yeah, that's why yeah. I did it. <laughs> I had a friend named Chuck back in the day too. Yeah. Should have gotten it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I knew it was Charles, because he said C, and that's why I said. Come on, man. Well, that, that's only that's <laughs> half a point, but it puts you ahead. So that's you take it home. Boo, boo, yeah. Boo, boo. yeah, it's Charles Lee Ray. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just like that's funny. <laughs> Good round. Good round. Um, Brendan, it's your turn to host next time. Yeah. Cool. Well, I It'll think that kind of that kind of wraps it up to time. Uh, is there anything else anyone wants to to mention before we finish up? 
Um, don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> and if you do, share. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I can't remember what it was on, but on one movie, it's, uh, someone said, if someone offers you drugs, take them. Drugs are expensive. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, it's, like, so funny, too. It's, like, we were, like, around Halloween. It happens every year. You know, and it's, like, watch out for people spiking their kids' candies. And it's, like, no way in hell is someone going to be, like, Giving out their fucking edibles, you know what I mean? Like, come on now. Mm-hmm. Or to to quote The Simpsons, uh, you're as dumb as a mule and twice as ugly. If a stranger offers you a ride, take it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, change, change your name to Drug Dweller. <laughs> I'll just update one last thing before we wrap up because I forgot to mention this. So, from the uh, Cave Dweller production side of things, uh, a couple of albums coming out that everyone should be excited for. We've got obviously Maggot Crown, which I mentioned, but also, Cromlech uh, has Ascent of Kings, absolutely awesome album. Uh, it's like old school heavy metal, like new wave of old school heavy metal mixed with like uh, epic doom. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like Doom Sword or like uh, there's some definite um, Blind Guardian influences in there. So definitely check that out if you like that type of stuff. Uh, the yeah. album Haitian Firm early next month. Um, and then there's a split coming out next week from uh, experimental doom artist called The Mountain King working with uh, Gate to Zabulba, which is a, like a, a ambient drone band. Uh, it's a two-track split, but it's pretty long. Uh, it's like awesome, like kind of mind-altering drone doom stuff. Um, those are the the main two. I have some other ones coming up that I haven't announced yet, so keep an eye out for those announcements. There should be another at least two projects coming in the next month or so that I'll be working on. That's uh, pretty exciting. Uh, and that's it for me. So if, if you guys don't have anything else, just thanks to everyone for listening. And uh, Tune in next time. We'll have some awesome guests for you. Yeah, fuck off.